Welcome to the Hypertech Podcast, where we weigh in on the latest in nerd and pop culture hype. We, 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 we are the We're the excited conversation we all have with our friends about the nerdy things we love and geek about. We, we are, are the Hypertech. I am the hype! Rudy has unzipped his pants. <laughs> hey, 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 what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Hypertech. So, on today's episode, we will be discussing Superman, aka the Man of Steel, Kal-El, the last son of Krypton. And as Batman like to disrespect him, oh so often, the Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> but before we dive into that, I'm here with Doug, Isaac, Rudy, and this is your boy Jermaine. What's, What's up? up? What are you guys hyped about? Disney's Lorcana. I haven't had any. I haven't got any of the cards yet. You and, son of a bitch! That was on my list too. <laughs> uh, well, we can both talk about it. Um, Liz twins. Yeah, uh, I haven't, like I said, I haven't received any of the cards yet. I did manage to order some, and I'm, I'm still fuck. I know, <laughs> I know. We Rachel sent you the link, and you, and you got through it. And neither of us did. Yeah, I'm, I just I'm went sorry, on. I, know how to use on website. Uh, <laughs> I didn't use use any links. Like I just want to offer up, and I just found you know somebody selling them for like twice, ten, three times as much. Yeah, ten dollars more for like the starter packs. Oh, yeah, not worth or the it. little booster pack. So I was like, you know, with you know. Taxes and shipping and all that stuff. I'm like, eh. eh yeah, I'm, I'm almost to that point where I'm just going to go through a reseller, but I, I hate it. I hate that it's come to that. Yeah. Well, uh, so for those of you that don't know, Disney Lorcana is um, their new trading card game. It's uh, similar to like Magic the Gathering or Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh! Or like Hearth, uh, Hearthstone, um, which I, I played a lot of Magic growing up. So I'm excited to p- try a new card game and... So far from what I've seen, the mechanics on it look uh, interesting. It, it looks different enough that it's not going to just be like, oh, we're playing Magic, which is Disney characters. So I'm excited for that. I never got into the, the card games and I was like, oh, it's Disney's doing one. Like, I'm, you know, a low-key Disney fan. I'm like, this would be a, a nice entry. And then fucking the release dropped and all hell broke loose. And I'm like, this is just like everything else these days. Yeah. A- any any nerd thing. And this is this is nerd plus disney so i think it's yeah. just it's it's going to be hard to get because they've already announced the second chapter and the release dates and i'm sure it's every chapter is just going to be the same same level of chaos so far with all the releases has there been a specific card that you've seen that you're like i want to get that or i hope to get that not really i haven't i haven't looked too much into like the specifics because mm-hmm. I'm hoping I'm hoping it's not a card game where one card can make a huge difference cuz that was that existed a little bit in Magic but for mm-hmm. the most part it was about making combos or making a deck that worked really really well mm-hmm. together and I'm hoping that this game is that same deal where yeah you're going to have your like cards that are like you know the superstars of your deck but I'm hoping that the other cards like even your quote unquote common cards like if you know how to use them or if you know what to pair them with I hope will still be as efficient um, but yeah, no, honestly, I haven't looked too much into it. I know there's like the six different colors and I know they all have like their strengths yeah. and weaknesses, but I, I couldn't tell you which ones are which I, I really want to wait till I have the cards in my hand and I can start looking through them and, and seeing, cause exactly. that's, to me, that's the only way to really 
like fully grasp these kind of games. Yeah, that's pretty much what I'm hyped about. Where do you go next? I want to go last for a reason. Okay, so uh, he already brought up Lorcana. Um, I have two things. <laughs> Batman, is that 89? With the, with the Michael Heat movie? Yeah. Uh, they're re-releasing that for their 35th anniversary as a concert. Oh. So like the movie played with the with the live orchestra. Damn, cool. Um, I've seen so many of those come and go. Like the last one was at the Hollywood Bowl for Return of the Jedi, and I'm super pissed that I missed that one. Yeah. Um, but like I'm definitely thinking about picking up the tickets for this one. The only downside is that it's on Rachel's birthday, hmm. and that's the only one playing in LA, and that it, it it tours the country. Uh, is it at the bowl? Uh, no, it's at the oh, Nokia Theater. I guess that's cool. The bowl lets you bring in booze. Or no, the Dolby Theater. Wherever that is. Anyway, uh-huh. uh, and then second on my list, <laughs> which should be like the only thing on anyone's list, is Ahsoka. Oh, mm. yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I, and let me go ahead and, and insert a pause break for our uh, spoiler warnings. Imperial spoilers have entered the base. Imperial spoilers have entered the base. Okay. Yeah. Bro, the last episode. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. And we didn't talk about episode four because you hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. The last time, but we've all seen it mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Can I just say, and again, in the Clone Wars flashbacks is everything that I ever imagined it would be. And they, I was a little worried about the way Anakin looked mm-hmm. at the end of episode four. As did the rest of the internet? Like, they, they, no. Because I went to the internet right after and everyone was praising that they all the, the posts that I saw were like, oh, he looks he looks amazing, he looks amazing. And I'm like, How were, we watching, <laughs> were we watching the same <laughs> same episode? Because it looked a little looked a little uncanny valley to me. Yeah, he had a little look, but when I saw his face, I was like, this is fine. <laughs> I was you know I, I was perfectly <laughs> willing to accept it too for the nostalgia factor, and then you know, but I was a little worried coming into a whole episode of him looking like that. Yeah, but no, it was it was so much smoother than. And then the end of that, and that was oh, was so fucking good. Could have I like do lighting. like that with his uh, face and all that stuff. I don't know if 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 you guys remember um, uh, the Fast and the Furious movie where they had to, uh, to to do on his brother Paul Walker. Yeah, they had yeah. to put Paul Walker's face on his brother. They kept those scenes dark because all the fight scenes he had, you know, was in like a dark little, you know room that they had to fight in or it was like a truck or something like that so i I was wondering if they were going to do kind of the same thing with anakin and most of the places you know you know the world between worlds and all the flashback scenes were kind of foggy ish so i think they kind of used that stuff to to just kind of mask it a little bit but it worked for what it was that's that's why i think uh at the end of episode four the reason why it looked weird. I mean, I didn't, I didn't go, Oh, it looked weird, but the internet for, I guess all the, my algorithm just dumps all the toxic shit on me. <laughs> and, uh, I, I think it's, yeah, I think chalk it up to, to lighting. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's hard to do that. Yeah. You know, the de-aging thing. Wonder, I don't know. Wonderful fucking sequences though. I do have a, I was going through a, a Twitter thread, X thread or whatever the hell you're calling it now. Um, one, cause it was, it was, you know, tweet after tweet of, Holy shit, my childhood, oh, this is amazing, blah, blah, blah. But there was one particular tweet, and I don't remember the guy's name, and he was an asshole anyway, but it was like, huh, you could have taken where Ahsoka fell into the water, and then where Hera is rescuing her from the water, and just lifted that whole sequence out, and it wouldn't have made not one difference to the story. 
It was basically an entire episode of filler. No, because as we <laughs> discussed, like, <laughs> Ahsoka came out of that definitely different. Oh, yeah. Like, I, it was character development. Yeah. It was her challenge. And, yeah. She came off, like, how most people say, Gandalf the White, Ahsoka the White. Yeah. <laughs> I told Alba, I go, Ahsoka the White. Also, yeah. I didn't like not seeing, I didn't like seeing her without her head bent. Weirded me out. Yeah. Oh, my friend at work was telling me the same thing. He was like, we don't ever want to see that again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little unnerving. Yeah, but whoever that person was, trash. trash. Yeah, absolutely trash. Yeah, I, I just remember pausing and like lingering on that for a few minutes. I'm like, what the fuck? He came off super bitter. And there was, like, I actually went into his profile and looked at him like, oh, he's just shitting all over everything. So this is one of those those types. But like you, almost universally, this episode and Ahsoka as a whole has been loved by the fans. And I'm fucking I'm, I'm right there with them. I'm hyped for it. Yeah, I was telling you guys uh, before we were recording how one of the things that I've started to do with, with all of these kind of larger franchise shows and movies, such as Star Wars, Marvel, DC, is like once I get over the initial like boner from it all, I have to stop and like think like, okay, beyond just getting excited about seeing certain things, seeing Clone Wars in live action and, and seeing Anakin and, and Ahsoka fighting, like beyond just the excitement of seeing it, like was it a good story? Was it was it good? And I would say absolutely this one, I think really did a good job progressing those characters and the story. And as someone had, who hasn't seen the clone wars or rebels, it's on my list. Um, I could still feel, I still, we will pardon him this time. <laughs> Can we have him saying he's trashed on a button? <laughs> Save him a breath. I'll, <laughs> I'll lift that up. Yeah. We acknowledge it's in episode one. Okay. Of this show. Um, no, sometimes I want Isaac just spitting blood. Cause <laughs> He vexes me. <laughs> Now's not the time. There's, there's, you know, there's, a, there's a compliment at the end of it. Is that um, I could still appreciate the gravity of of what they were doing in that entire episode. Like I was telling you guys in our in our thread that I was, uh, I was like choking up the entire episode. I just, I could feel like that emotional momentum, uh, everything that they were fucking doing, dude. Yeah, it's nothing short of phenomenal that episode. So the. The Mandalorian, the the Luke Skywalker uh, reveal, that was like peak for me. And I like seeing Anakin, but I recognize that the Clone Wars and the prequels weren't really my generation. So I could see it like it impacted me. And I still love Star Wars, but for the people who the prequels were the first introduction to that, like I see how those characters imprinted onto them. And I'm like, oh, that's that's their that's their Luke Skywalker, their Anakin Skywalker is how I feel about Luke and it and it connected those shows like it's when we my wife and I were starting to watch the Clone Wars it it was hard for me to like imagine the live action characters you know doing that those all the storylines and everything and so for them to like have you know snips and and Anakin and live action it like it felt like it just perfectly connected those 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 shows together with the the movies Mm -hmm. it was beautiful man yeah yeah. No, no, it was like when I was watching it, the thought that just kept popping in my head was, "This is Star Wars. This is this is what it's supposed to be." Like this is pod racing. Chills. Feel like you know it's just one of those things. Like that that one episode just embodied everything of what Star Wars really represents, and I and I loved every minute of it. Yeah, real quick, because you know, despite being called Star Wars, we really don't get a lot of wars 
in it, mm-hmm. like war scenes. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I remember that was one of the very few things I liked about the solo movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that was the empire, but just showing that Im- showing the, the empire actually invading that planet and what it would look like. And then obviously like the Clone Wars, Clone Wars cartoons showed all sorts yeah. of it. But as far as like the live action stuff, so seeing just those little snippets of what the clone army would look like running across the foggy battlefield with the the silhouettes of the uh, walkers in the background and everything like that. I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And just the whole gravity of war. Yeah. And I'm really glad that they showed like Ahsoka pausing to kind of like take in what the tolls of war can be instead of just yeah. flashy lightsabers spinning around which allowed her to emerge as ahsoka the white yeah anyway that was that was my, <laughs> that was my short <laughs> what i'm hyped for uh jermaine um i'm i'm hyped for but i still haven't seen it i mean, i've been trying to go to the theaters to go watch this movie because i really do like uh part one and part two which is equalizer but yeah. i haven't seen it yet I do love part part one and part two, but um, what what I'm excited for is that uh, I've been getting back into retro gaming, if you want to call it. So uh, Dave and Doug let me borrow their PlayStation Two because I've been looking for one, but I wanted to play those old school fighter games again. So I got uh, Street Fighter Alpha Three. Uh, Capcom versus SK2, Guilty Gear, X2, and it's just so much fun just playing those games. Like I just remember those days just playing those games and trying to learn the combos. And because it's been years, I, I always like playing my game on difficulty, so I'm getting my ass beat, but I, but I love it so. And uh, Street Fighter Alpha 3, though, <clears throat> I... Fucking hate and bison <laughs> <laughs> with perfect hate. <laughs> Cause you can you can go into all these combos and you could you know block his shit, but for some reason he knows when you jump, and that's when he does his super combo. <laughs> and his super combo always takes off like three quarters of your health bar. Yeah, like seventy five percent of your life. If if that like. I feel like it's more, but anyways, it's just one of those things where it's almost like a perfect when he does that. But I've been retro gaming with my fighting game, so I, I, think I still I, need to. Oh, no, go ahead. I was, sorry, I think I was reading that Sony is developing uh, better emulators. So on the newer systems like the PS5, they mm-hmm. might be able to bring even more of those back catalogs into so I was thinking about you because I, I know you were so. playing. I hope those so games. because all those games are expensive now. Yeah, because and they're not available digitally. Yeah, so because right that now, would be illegal, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I mean like they're not they're not selling them on the PlayStation yeah. Network because they do have a lot of PS2 games and PS1 games to buy. Yeah, but I guess I, I was unaware. But I guess there's there was an emulator issue. So now that they're working on a better one, yeah. they should be able to bring bring more. If Sony just released a standalone emulator system that you could and then they put their catalog online that you could buy you know games for it yeah or a subscription yeah i would pay for that like i would pay for that separate from the from the playstations because they every time they they bring a new one it's like oh we have to figure out how to make that work with this new architecture like just make it its own thing and like those the old games aren't changing and they're they're not making new ones just you know have that for the people who want it Mm -hmm. and yeah call it a fucking day 
Are the new uh, PlayStations and Xboxes backward compatible to a certain level or just not at all? At least the recent. The PS5 will play PS4 disc, I think, because mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. main architecture didn't change too much between those. And Xbox? Xbox has been pretty much backwards compatible throughout. Um, part of that is just like Sony with the PS3. They tried, um, they used the IBM cell processor, which was super new and different. And a lot of people had a hard time um, like making games for it. And then the original PS3 actually had two. I want to say it had like two processors. It had the cell processor and then it had something else dedicated to being backwards compatible because the very first PS3s were, were backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. But then they quickly realized they could shave like a hundred bucks off the cost. And like at the end of the day, like everyone talks about backwards compatibility, but there's very few people that actually use it. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the numbers just don't for Sony. It didn't push them to like want to spend the money. They'd rather cut the cost of the, of the new system. I like the subscription idea, though. Well, they, they've tried that with, like, cloud services. Uh, I mean, that's the thing. In America, it will never work because we'll, we'll never have the... Uh, I mean, who knows? Maybe after Biden's infrastructure plan, we will. But for a long time, America was uh, lacking so hard in our internet speeds. And so while Europe and Japan were pushing cloud-based gaming services where you would all you needed was a screen and a controller mm-hmm. and your game would just stream over over the internet especially older games because they required so little um the system i mean they have those systems here in america it's just you, you're you're gonna have lag and it depends so much on just your your internet connection and speed and what you're paying for and stuff all right uh jermaine that was it mm-hmm. so um i guess we'll just launch into our main topic now oh i'm sorry isaac dick isaac I was really excited about my I forgot you were there. Um, What what are you hyped about, my friend? So my segment is going to be relatively quick as far as like the things I hyped about. You said that last week and ended up being a 30-minute conversation. This one's worth it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. This one's worth it. (laughs) So real quick, movie corner. I saw The Nun 2. Don't see it. It's not scary. It's boring. fucking sucks. That's none of my business. (laughs) 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 Secondly... This is a this is the second quickest one. Uh, Doug's birthday is in a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Oh, I got him something. <gasps> Jesus! Ooh, live on air. Let's go. Oh, there you go, buddy. Ooh. It's wrapped. Yeah. Well, you know, it came pre-wrapped. He said he didn't have it. I was disappointed that he didn't have it. So is it Star Trek really? Happy birthday. Fuck Maybe it. I should have thought about <laughs> that. Do you want me oh. to open it right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Hold uh, it up to the mic so you can hear it. Yeah. Oh, so like super annoying. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ooh. Tell everyone what it is. Oh, Jesus. Oh, son of a bitch. I used to say from here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I saw the back real of it. <laughs> he got boobies. It was like anime boobies. I scratch out the thing that the, the description was like, with nipples. <laughs> Hold, it Happy birthday, ca- buddy. Hold it up to the camera. <laughs> <laughs> and it was never seen again. Yep. <laughs> Had to have that. So so that's that's part of my relinquishing my time. Jesus. The other part that I want to relinquish was to Jermaine. Because listening back to some of our episodes, I realized that we never got the Comic-Con story. I want to hear the Comic-Con story. Oh, you want to get into that real <laughs> yes! quick? Yes! Let me, okay, let me, let me set the scene real quick. Oh, my alleged Fuck. Comic-Con story? So, allegedly. Mute mics, a, my mic. And a fucking fever dream. <laughs> uh, so, we, we get, we get like, between like the four of us, we get like two tickets to Comic-Con. So... What, what the fuck are we going to do? And this is before they imp- implemented the little RF chip. So you had to like log in every time you, you pass a certain threshold. So you just, so just walk in and hold up, hold up your badge and you can see it. So two of us went in. 
did the classic. One of us went back out with the with the other's badge, while the other one was kind of like hiding, crossing their arms over the chest. They couldn't see. They didn't have a badge. And we eventually got everyone in, but you can't walk the floor without a badge because you know security is looking for that. So Jermaine volunteered to to be Sans badge, but decided <laughs> to make you know a reasonable facsimile so that he could get around and you know get into the palace and stuff. Uh, Jermaine, what what was this badge? <laughs> this alleged badge. <laughs> oh man, it was my time when I was heavy into Photoshop, allegedly. <laughs> but so because I've been going to Comic Con for so many years, mm-hmm. I've collected a variety assortments of the lanyards. So I pretty much had like every single color damn near every day, you know, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Oh, that's right, huh? So like Rudy said, it was just a a piece of paper that you just had in a lanyard that just had your name on it with the Comic-Con logo. And depending on what day it was, you know, there's a specific color for that day. So I just went, I just went on Instagram and I was just looking at all the photos. Fo- <laughs> All, all the photos, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you to the, the people who uh, posted the, yeah, I got my badge, and yeah, you know, hold it up to the camera. Like, I got my badge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so the yes. research was easy. <laughs> so I knew what color was for what day. So I would just scramble through my, my lanyards, find that. But I just went on Photoshop, and I just created a paper badge, printed it out, like just regular sheet of paper, yeah. stuffed it in there. With the name Remy LeBeau. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if, if anyone out there doesn't know, Remy LeBeau is Gambit from the X-Men's real, real name, not his code name. My favorite X-Men, by the way. But so when you get there, you just walk in. You know, it's the security people, but they're just scanning with their eyes, you know. So yeah. they're just looking. So I would Assassin's Creed my way in. I would just walk, make sure I walk in with a group and I'm in the middle and they're just scanning. They're like, okay, go, 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 go. So I infiltrated Comic-Con that way. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Allegedly. But uh, like a year or two later, because mm-hmm. I did this maybe for allegedly three, <laughs> three to four years. And one year I walked... Unknowingly, because I wasn't paying attention, I walked in the, uh, the, uh, man, what do they call those? Like the professional badge holders or like the, there was a specific door where, where, uh, like the professionals would go through that. They don't have to, you know, wait in line or just wait into, and I accidentally walked into one of those like doors, not paying attention. And the girl was like, excuse me, can I see your badge? And I was like, oh, here it is. So, this is the day. This is the day. <laughs> so, so me and him are allegedly fictitiously together. Three times the charm. So we, we're, we go through this door because we're looking to get upstairs to get, to hit the panels. And it's a, it's a more serious security door. We didn't realize at the time. So I walk past and she looks at my badge. Jermaine's behind me. And all I hear is, excuse me. Can I see your badge? And I fucking turn and look over my shoulder and I see him like reluctantly reaching to, to pick up his badge. And I'm like, 
I'm still in my stride because I'm not fucking stopping <laughs> because if he gets caught, he gets fucking caught. <laughs> I was like, if he dies, he dies. Exactly. <laughs> like, that's it. But I, I'm still kind of, I'm still, you know, keeping track of him as I'm walking and I see her grab the badge and hold it up to her eyes and just be like, hmm, like twist it around like she's looking at it. <laughs> and then she drops it and she goes, okay. Oh wow! And he fucking he walks through. He follows me. I was like, "You son of a bitch!" I thought your time was up. <laughs> and now, allegedly, is a professional counterfeiter. <laughs> oh, man, that was that's wonderful. That was the yeah, the most those days the most tension filled experience at Comic Con <laughs> that I've ever I had. I get to hear the story. And what's dumb about that moment that Rudy just described so perfectly was the only reason why she reached for my badge and said, "Excuse me," because I was walking with it. And it was backwards, turned around. But I was I was smart enough mm-hmm. to print out the back of the badge too, so the front <laughs> and the back, so the back wasn't just you know blank, blank. But she grabbed it and she turned it around, and I was like, "Oh my god, this is it! I'm gonna have to run the fuck out of here <laughs> and never come back." Oh, you absolutely know that she wasn't a nerd because any anyone who has any, yeah. you know. <laughs> Any fucking knowledge of the world will be like, Remy LeBeau, huh? <laughs> Come on, motherfucker. You're coming with but, me. You're like, I know it's a nerdy coincidence. That was my that was my reasoning for all that. You know, it's 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 you know, regular people I feel like they got and it's not anybody that's kind of taking their job too seriously. You know, mm-hmm. they're just glancing at a yeah. badge, you know, to just make just make sure it has like the name on it and stuff. You know, they're not checking it. They're not top flight security, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I was I was I was hoping that that was the case and that was the case. So. Plus, like you, you don't want to get caught with you know your name on a on a fake. Exactly. Badge, you I didn't want it. my real <laughs> name it. on there. So smart, yeah, smart, so that's smart. my story. You can ninja out of that lanyard and just <laughs> run and oh, who knows <laughs> Remy LeBeau? Let's right. put him on the ban list. So we, right, okay, worth it, like, dude. What? <laughs> That was worth the wait. Oh, but she wasn't gonna catch me even if she did. She, uh-huh. was, she was not gonna catch Slow me. I've been out of there. Yeah, but that's my alleged Comic Con. Like, uh, chuck a playing card at her face. <laughs> <and> right, right. <laughs> right? Ready to beat a woman with the bow staff. <laughs> she does my Ocean's Eleven uh, yeah. Comic Con story. I like it. Good times. Uh, Heart's <laughs> racing just thinking about it. Anyway, Jermaine, I know this uh, this subject that we're going to get into it holds a special place in your heart. Yeah, take us <laughs> up, up, right away. Take us on a journey. <laughs> oh, I do have. With the Kryptonian candy ass. I would just want to say before we even dive into Superman, we just have to say, you know, about his first parent. Mm-hmm. So Superman was created in April. Well, not really created on that date, but Action Comics dropped April 18th, 1938 was the uh, first Action Comics that was uh, on the cover at the time. It was worth 10 cents. Mm. I I wish my... Somebody in my family would have bought one because now it's over what three million dollars, depending on the Something, yeah on the grade yeah depending on the grade. But yeah, like that was his first appearance. He was the 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 uh, architect, you know what people model superheroes mm-hmm. off of to this day, and I just find it interesting that. Uh, Superman, even his costume, they took that from 
uh, from something else. It was, uh, especially with the underwear, you know, being on the outside of the, the costume and all that stuff. That was a strongman thing. Mm-hmm. You know, that was, you know, the look of, you know, like strong men. So oh, when yeah. they were, when they were creating, uh, superheroes, they wanted, uh, him to represent strength. And for back then, that was the represent, the representation of strength was, to have your underwear on the outside. So if you want to be strong. That's circus strong man. <laughs> Nowadays, if you wear underwear wear, on the outside, you're Gary Busey. Wear, wear your underwear on the outside. <laughs> it's not my jam. <laughs> so do you guys hey, know? Quail Man did it. Oh, yeah. So do you guys know why why Superman was created? Someone was bored. <laughs> to entertain little boys and girls because it was around the time where uh like uh the the with the rise of hitler and all that stuff was going on and and they wanted to you know in all the midst of that they wanted to create you know something that that gave people hope mm. you know and and all that stuff um but it was but what it what it says here in the in the article that um that he was pretty much created to defend the weak but more so uh a sim- uh symbolized hope courage and determination so that was embodiments of things that they wanted him to represent at the time you know of his creation you know so people can have that hope when they read these comics you know they look at this character and no matter what's going on you know in a sense you know there's somebody out there that's gonna save me he he also started off very like kind of uh socialist in the fact that a lot of his villains his villains were always like corrupt governors corrupt mayors yes, corrupt yes, uh, yes. corporations and stuff like that and to the point where, you know, during the whole McCarthy, you know, in the future and during the whole McCarthy era, they kind of like forced Superman. It's like, no, 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 you can't have government officials be the villains. You can't have, you know, these, these people be the villains. You got to come up with something else. And, and, <laughs> but yeah, I always thought that was interesting. He was very much like, you know, he was the immigrant story and he was very much like the everyday for being super. He was yeah. kind of like the everyday man's hero because he was going after like these seemingly bad people that were, fictional in the comics but real you know real entities in the world Mm -hmm. because oh yeah definitely like i know they 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 quote unquote put shackles on superman during the war because like doug said like they 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 wanted him to go a different route you know but it's just crazy to me because uh years ago i found out that Superman's early incarnation, he was actually supposed to be evil. That's and, what I remember. Yeah. Because he was supposed to be evil. Well, what I read uh, back in the day was I I believe he might have been like a homeless guy, just like down on luck. And, and this uh, scientist, I don't know what you want to say, a mad scientist came up to him and offered him 
food and all this other stuff. But for these gifts, you're going to be my guinea pig. So I'm going to kind of inject you with these serums and things like that. So that was the thing that gave him his ability in the in the in the first idea of Superman. And I, I don't remember if him getting injected by this stuff was was what made him go bald because the the artwork for the superman or whatever it was called whoa he was a bald uh yeah he was a bald guy neat (laughs) he looks like a damn internet meme it's like uncle fester right but yeah but he was supposed to be evil like he went against the scientists like i think he killed the scientists and then he just went you know wild like almost like a not wolverine-ish level but he just you know went for world domination and i could be wrong this this bald version of superman could could also be the inspiration to where lex Luthor came from it's kind of what it seems like yeah. other than you know not being a nobody i yeah. wouldn't put it past them to like hey we did all this work on it initially on this character we can just transfer that over mm-hmm. that's so crazy i never knew that that was a a precursor to the actual Superman we have today. His name was Bill Dunn, not Clark Kent. Bill Dunn? Yeah. It was an evil name. I've heard <laughs> one. Bill Dunn. But it's, like, it's just crazy to me to think that he was really a villain at first and now he is, you know, the superhero, the icon, what he represents now from his early on concept. That's still pretty trippy to me to think about that. And uh-huh. so many years later and so many iterations later, here we are. We he has a, a long historic comics career that we probably spend four or five episodes covering, but the, the rest of today is uh, him and new media, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. movies and series and cartoons, cartoons and oh, the cartoons, the cartoons are so good. The new media. Oh, but speaking of names, do you guys know his middle name? Tiberius for for yeah, for Tiberius. for his Clark it is now. <laughs> <laughs> no, what is it? Joseph, that is J, huh? Another J in there. You're gonna pull like a Homer Simpson. Oh, just no. means J. Clark J. Kent. Clark Shut Joseph up. Kent. Isn't that uh, grandfather's name or something like that? I don't remember if it was his grandfather. He's got name. too many goddamn names. <laughs> <laughs> Bill Within Dunn. the Kent family, like yeah, like I know they have like a lineage and all that stuff, but there's a lot of. Uh, like every can't, character in the in the DC universe can call history. him a different name. Good thing he's got like super memory. I wouldn't be able to re- respond at all. Does so, he have super memory? He's super everything at this point. He 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 does have you know. See, that is my one gripe that I don't like that writers don't utilize you know that type of stuff. Like he could batman situations if he wanted to Mm -hmm. and when i say batman situations you know uh macgyver you know the preparation yeah he could think about stuff you know he could investigate you know he he's he's very scientific he has like a photographic memory so he can and there's another thing in there i don't remember what it was but he can read everything he can remember it yeah titans titans touched on that obviously not with superman but with Mm -hmm. superboy which i think yeah Part of that was Lex Luthor's DNA. Well, that and I think they also realized that Superboy was very OP compared to the rest of the Titans on that yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if they actually had Superboy out in the field, mm-hmm. it would the fights would be over pretty quick. Oh. So I think they kind of realized like, hey, 
you can learn all this stuff really, really quickly. And mm-hmm. they kind of made him almost their guy in the chair because of his ability to like, oh, we need we need to learn like these mechanics or like the the prints for this or whatever. And he would just like scan it on the internet and use his super speed. So to your point. Like, yeah. And to clarify for everybody, Doug means overpowered when he says OP? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. If you don't know that. <laughs> I thought OP was original poster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Original poster boy. <laughs> See... Throwing out because I do remember bastard. in in the animated movie, uh, I think it was the Doomsday animated movie. In the beginning of that, I know Superman was in the Fortress of Solitude and he was uh, working on his supercomputer, but he was trying to come up with the cure for cancer. Yeah. And oh, those I, are, I forget which. Yeah, I don't know if it was that movie, but I remember that scene specifically. Because I know it was one of the Doomsday movies, I feel like anyways, but I could be wrong. Remember what we said? Look it up. <laughs> but but that, that aspect of Superman, I feel they don't utilize enough, like I said. And it's, and it's one of those things throughout time. I don't know about you guys, but I've heard from certain comic book writers, even the animated uh, series guys. Like I've been hearing whispers that he's just a hard character to write because there there's there's nothing that really can harm him how do you make a god relatable yeah make him from kansas and and to to your point about like the solving cancer i mean that that's something i've i think i've mentioned even before on our superheroes episode Mm -hmm. is that like if someone like superman were to come along there there's a lot of things that they could do Mm -hmm. right like you know california we live in a desert and Mm -hmm. we need water and part of the reason why we don't like pump water from like the Mississippi here is just, it would cost a lot of money to go over the mountains and everything like that. Like Superman could bore those tunnels for us. Mm -hmm. Like there's so many like things throughout the world that someone like Superman could, could solve, but it's not a good story. And I mean, at the end of the day, like these are fictional stories and they're supposed to, you know, they're supposed to entertain us. I mean, it's fun. Like as like a little, uh, insert into a movie or comic mm-hmm. to show him mm-hmm. working on like the cure for cancer or something like that. Or, or, you know, I, I think even Zack Snyder in, in BVS or was it Man of Steel? I think it was BVS where they kind of showed Superman going around the world, like kind of like saving people from these like mm-hmm. bigger disasters. Mm-hmm. But at the same point, they could also, I think to your point, maybe show him doing maybe not yeah. as uh, grand things mm-hmm. as uh, to saving from a disaster, but like, you know, diverting a, a river or something to definitely BBS. I remember that. Yeah. It was in the Blu-ray version, like the extended version, the the one that gave you the half an hour that everybody. <laughs> I can't believe I hadn't seen that missing. prior to that. Yeah. I, yeah. Me neither. But do you guys remember your, your first encounter with Superman? Well, I was uh, falling off of a bridge, and then he swooped in. And he took me into his arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't really remember it up front. Like, I, w- I want to say it's like I'm sure it was comic books, but mm-hmm. I, I'm positive it was probably like the Christopher Reeves movies mm-hmm. before that. Same. Yeah, that was mine. Definitely the Christopher Reeves, Christopher Reeves movies, but because of Christopher Reeves movies, that made me wanting to read the comics. So I dove into the comics more. And then, of course, Smallville was was what I, I feel that generation in time was what kind of amped a lot of people into Superman. Yeah. Superman's, My mom even got into Smallville. <laughs> Superman's an interesting character because he has been around 
you know, since the, the late thirties in comic book mm-hmm. form, but even mm-hmm. live action, uh, I think his first appearance was not long after like mm-hmm. he was appearing in parades and stuff like that. And then there was, there was cartoons before movies in the theaters. And then there was like George Reeves. And I think there was a couple actors before him mm-hmm. that even portrayed him live action. Um, but because he's been around for so long, I think similar to what Rudy was saying about Star Wars, how like each generation is going to have their yeah. version. I think Superman's going to be one of those kind kind of characters as well, where obviously like older people, you know, they're going to remember George Reeves. Like that's their Superman or Christopher Reeves or, you know, uh, for people maybe a little younger than us, it's, it's going to be the animated stuff. Like those cartoons, the Justice League cartoons, Adventures of Superman, mm-hmm. like those, those are going to be their Superman. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, obviously we had Henry Cavill and then uh, what's his name on the CW. And now we're going to get a new one with James Gunn. So I, I do think like every, every generation is going to have their version of Superman, I oh, think, yeah. which, is, which is always going yeah, to make yeah, yeah. like the next casting that much harder yeah. because people exactly. want to keep seeing what exactly. they had. And to Rudy's point earlier of how do you make a character like that relatable? Like I, I, I totally understand that, you know, his creation way back in the, the, the mid thirties, it's, you know, needing a, a symbol of hope, you know, needing a boy scout, you know, someone who's on, whose morals and ethics are, are unwavering. Who's always trying to do something, whether it be mm-hmm. rescuing a cat to, you know, stopping a storm yeah. or whatever it is. Uh, and, and, you know, as I'm looking at the list of like movies, I can kind of see where his, the character of Superman becomes a little more, uh, like as Doug would say, updated, you know, per that era, like the, the, um, Christopher Reeves Superman in the late seventies and early eighties, you know, it's, he's still that boy scout, but I don't know. There's like something to it, to him where, you know, even when he is Clark Kent, he's, I oh, guess, he did Clark Kent. Well, so well, and that's perfect. That's one of those things, just like with Batman, like the those the the dual characters mm-hmm. that you you have to as an actor you have to yeah. have both of those sides mm-hmm. portrayed very well, you know. And yeah, I mean, I don't know if it was I don't know if it was writing or Christopher Reeves, uh, just overall charm, but I mean, that's I I I'd still see that as like most people's Superman, you know. And then after that, I think skipping Brandon Ralph, uh. I think then Henry Cavill, because that Superman, I mean, not to jump all around, but like, that's where you see more of, of an internal dichotomy Mm -hmm. of like, but what does it mean to be a boy scout in today's era? Like it isn't as clean cut as I get to save people and, and all of these things. And then there's little consequence. No, now it's like, you know, per, per BVS, it's like, no, now the government's going to want to, like have you answering for the things that you do. Yeah. And we, and we talked a lot about this in our Snyder Snyderverse episodes, but uh, you know, we all love that kind of stuff. But I think, I think a lot of people didn't cause a lot of people do just want to see Superman flying around and doing their thing. So it's, I love that they explored in, in man of steel, the idea of him becoming Superman and, mm-hmm. and learning what it all means. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I doubt anyone will ever do something like that again, just because I don't think it resonated with like the larger audience. And I'm glad like James Gunn is jumping into just like, this is Superman that's been around. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious about that too. Oh, I, I do feel like he made the right choice. I, I mean, I mean, because it's just one of those things when you look at the, the first Superman movie, 
I don't ever remember him really throwing a punch in that movie because it's just one of those things. First one was uh, what Luther was trying to make land, right? Or something <laughs> yes. like that. Yes. He, so I he doubt he punched Luther. Yeah, I don't think he <laughs> he even threw yeah. a single punch in that movie. That was mostly him trying to stop the rockets from blowing up that fault line between yeah. Arizona and California to, That's right. to make a new coast. No, he killed Richard Pryor. Yeah, I distinctly <laughs> remember. Just but you, you know what's crazy to me? That, that, that plot from the original Superman movie and then Superman Returns. Which was the same universe. Yeah. I, I was like, <laughs> you brought Lex Luthor back because he wants... More land yep. again? Yeah. yeah. It, it was. I was hot. It <laughs> wasn't even a reboot. It wasn't like a continuation. Well, it was. It was kind of like yeah. It was what they ignored three and four, right? It yeah, was one yeah, and two. Yeah. There was and then four. The, yes. The, right. The quest for peace. Yeah. Yeah. They they ignored three, three and four like they didn't exist, and then um, yeah. So it returns exist, returns was supposed to be a continuation from. Superman 2. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. They brought it back to the, the same point, like the same plot and everything. Now I'm going to make land with infused kryptonite. Yeah. So Superman right. can't stay foot on it. Yeah. And that one was like, they, they filmed it for 3D mm-hmm. back when everything was doing 3D mm-hmm. stuff. And they, uh-huh. they had those scenes that were obviously filmed for 3D, like reaching for her yeah. necklace and, and just stupid. So they've been cranking out Superman since the 30s, mm-hmm. like live action cartoons, whatever. What were the most impactful ones for you going up? Like, which ones are you like, oh, this is my Superman for for your generation? My Superman, I would, man, I would probably say maybe the, maybe the animated series. I do like that version of Superman and, and even in uh, Justice League and the Justice League Unlimited because even with the movies uh, before Zack Snyder, like I dabbled in the comics, read like a few books, and I had you read one, <laughs> one of those trash books. I'm glad you read it before me. But uh, oh, yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah, but it was m- my my Superman was pretty much the animated version. That was where I got a chance to see him, you know, deal with these villains. You know, actually have to figure things out, how to save people. And just the fact that that I know a lot of people look at Batman and also look at Spider-Man to say that they have the the best villains ever. Like like their rogues gallery is is pretty good. But I think Superman's rogues gallery is pretty good as well. Especially Parasite, who I think is used not to his potential. Mm-hmm. But but it's just interesting to see how those characters were created because I didn't, you know, read a lot of the comic books at the time. So so seeing how his villains were created and how he dealt with the villains in the animated series, I kind of like that. So that was probably my 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 Superman. I remember watching, I think, even some of the black and white cartoons a little bit growing up. I don't know how or where. Like, they must have been on some sort of uh, rerun at some time of the day. Uh, And then, you know, Lois and Clark, which (laughs) if we were just talking before, like, I I know I watched a lot of that. I don't remember any of it. I can't tell you any 
any plot, any major story thing that they did in that. Uh, I just remember thinking like, ah, Superman was cool. I mean, honestly, I, I think I had an action figure that I probably remember more like making my own stories up with my action figure than anything else. That's cool. But I would say like with Jermaine, the animated stuff, I didn't watch too much of the, the solo, um, cartoon. Cause yeah, I remember it came Superman. off. Yeah. It came off of the Batman cartoon, which was so, so good. And, and then Superman started. I remember thinking like, yeah, it's all right. But then when the justice league cartoons and then justice league Unlimited came out, that's, that's probably like when I started really getting into all of it and especially Superman. As far as the animated series too, as uh, I don't remember, cause again, again, I'm really young. So like Batman, the animated series came out in 92, so it puts me at two years old. So I like, I remember watching the mask of the phantasm, the movie and, and watching the show here and there. And then Superman, the animated series came out in 96 and I watched a little bit here and there, but I was more of like a Batman kid. Um, but, but even being really young, I mean, like Superman is just part of the lexicon, you know, like you didn't not know Superman, you, you, you know, especially with, uh, like Christopher Reeves, the Superman, I would see that get replayed over and over on, on television. And so I would watch a bunch of that. And then, uh, a little bit of the animated series. So when, uh, Superman returns with Brandon Routh as Superman came out in 06, I was 16 years old and that to then to see like again everything i saw was animated or like old school you know uh, late 70s early 80s special effects right and then to see like amazing not graphics amazing special effects in 2006 it was awesome to see a bullet hit his eyeball <laughs> like blew my mind who um who directed that that was um singer right yeah right x-men the brian singer was awesome mm -hmm. and yeah. I wanted that to be my Superman. It didn't, it didn't resonate with me because as much as I love, uh, the actor, Brandon Ralph, um, I don't know. There was just something about his portrayal of Superman that like, yeah, he kind of got Clark down, but actual Superman, it got a little stocky at one part when he's like scoping out Lois. He's in the, in the trees, oh, yeah. you know, <laughs> oh, stalkerish. I'm like, <laughs> stocky. Like, yeah. <laughs> you got a there. No, that's Henry Cavill. <laughs> <later> <laughs> <on>. <laughs> well, I think, you know, to your point, like seeing the, all the special effects and seeing Superman, like, like flying around and getting mm -hmm. shot, mm -hmm. but then to have it, I don't want to say, I guess I'm going to say wasted on just stopping Luther from a land grab again versus uh, uh, a fist fight. Like we could have finally gotten uh, an up to date Superman battle. Young Isaac didn't care because it was like, who gives a shit about storyline? I was all about, you know, the flashy stuff, you know, special effects, whistle hard, uh, just the special effects. So like at the time I didn't care. I did end up like rewatching some clips, uh, earlier this year. And yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's not, I'm like, ew, weird. No, that was a movie. But I do believe that movie answered two questions for nerds. Everybody to a degree want us to know what happens when you shoot Superman in the eye. Yeah. Yeah. So that movie gave us that answer. Nothing. And <laughs> <laughs> absolutely exactly. not a goddamn not a thing. damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then it also answered the question because there's been a long argument over time. Can Superman have a kid with Lois Lane? Because people used to think oh, that yeah. that cannot happen. Like shotgun blast out the back. Yeah. <laughs> <It> would, <laughs> you said it. It would have to be Wonder Woman. A lot of people thought that it would have to be somebody like Wonder Woman. The only way Superman could bang normal chases with the Kryptonite Con, and that would kill him. <laughs> yeah. 
Do we want to say facts on that? <laughs> or, or, red, or red kryptonite? Red Doesn't it render him you like useless? Yeah. No, the red was was made him belligerent. Which is the one that like nullified? Was any of them that nullified his powers? It was blue. Blue, there's I like think blue, nullified. there's yellow, then there was black, but I don't remember what it was like they, gold or something. They all represent. <laughs> oh, there's a shitload of, of <laughs> yeah. Which is the colors. one that makes yeah. my dick bigger. Yeah. And then the, the, the Richard Pryor yes. nicotine mm-hmm. uh, kryptonite, which like split his personality into, and then he had to fight with himself. Oh, oh yeah. That's Speaking part of all these what? powers, three. I can think. you guys name all of his his powers? Let's do, let's, let's do round robin. Flight, strength. Mm-hmm. X-ray vision, heat vision, freezing breath, cold breath. Cold breath. Yeah. Uh, fuck, I don't know. Oh, speed. I, yeah, <laughs> speed works. Super speed. Uh, he's a solar uh, collector. Solar battery, yeah. pretty much. Enhanced hearing. Oh yeah. yeah oh yeah. yeah. Telescopic vision. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, oh yeah, uh, uh, super spit. <laughs> yeah, we saw that. <laughs> and invulnerability are. What he's commonly known for, yeah, but cellophane, uh, <laughs> time travel. Don't skip over that one. Yeah, time I think travel. the comics added like some sort of like uh, like uh, explosion kind of thing where oh. he can like release all his solar energy. He, oh yeah, which I thought was pretty oh. cool because it was like a solar flare. Um, when he learned he had this power, I I don't remember the villain specifically who he was fighting. He could he could release all his solar energy at at once, and that destructive force you know came in like a like almost like an atomic bomb. Oh, okay, so yeah. it was just one of those things. But <laughs> came and you have cancer. <laughs> but what a dick! When he did so, <laughs> it 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 turned him into a human for oh, I don't I don't remember if it was like yeah a day two three days, but I, uh. Batman analyzed him and told him that you're human, like you have no no abilities. Ooh, yeah. The Which comic, I thought was pretty. The comics will do that every once in a while. Like I'm going to write the grounded him. Superman or take him out of the, yeah, out of the yeah. story or something like that. It, 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 was, it was until you started pointing that out in our in our shows where I was like, oh yeah, it is pretty lame when like that's the plot device of like taking their powers away. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it works like in, in the large universes, I think it works because then you can allow other characters to shine, but like on a solo movie or something like, don't, don't fucking do that. No. (laughs) Um, To your point about speed. And I'm I'm mad that I uh, missed it because I was thinking about it all day. We have this conversation all the time about the speedsters, no mm-hmm. the various flashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh man, I meant to look her up the girl from Eternals. Cause that's probably the best speedster. Yeah. action that we've seen in these mm-hmm. movies the two quicksilvers all that but superman technically has speed right mm-hmm. like he's a speedster in a way yeah he has so, super speed like do you i mean it's to me i, I mean I, i'm gonna ask but like do you think it's just as important to like get his speed look down oh yeah definitely you have to have it down yeah or it's, it's usually it's Zack like, snyder never really like did anything fancy with it? He just like had Superman like you know the blur, and then he was appearing. Yeah, and I yeah. Like the it motion awesome. blur it looked amazing. I, I've always liked a speed a speed blur, and just like boom, he's there. Yeah. Um, and then of course when you kind of go down a bullet time or whatever, where it's just like slow motion, nothing too fancy. No one's doing the crazy arm <laughs> movements or nothing. It's just kind like of slowly doing shit. Like in Justice League, where. Flash was speed, you know, when everybody was fighting Superman, oh, when he I came love, back, exactly and he was running, and Superman was just slowly turning his head. What a great head. scene, by the way. 
he does it so well. But I'm I'm 100 okay with the with the vampire blur yeah. motion for Superman. Time. Love it. It's simple. that that works perfectly for him. And also when he's when he's flying over water, you need that you need a little bit of boom. Mm-hmm. And also like in Neo, like in the Matrix, like how he was flying when Neo not the first Matrix, but I think it was what what Matrix uh Revelations, but I could be wrong, but when he was flying through the city and you just the saw wake. things just oh, coming like, in his yeah, way yeah. <laughs> and like the windows ass. of the buildings, you know, just destroying those those moments, those are key moments. Like if he's angry, you need to add those elements in. Yeah. But if he's just regularly cruising, then I'm fine. It's with also it. one of those moments where you're like, fucking Superman's having a bad day. There goes mm-hmm. all of our windows <laughs> and everyone down there is like cut to ribbons, which is why in Superman Returns, they kind of like cover that mm-hmm. towards the, mm-hmm. the, the third mm-hmm. act mm-hmm. where the glass, I forget <clears throat> why, but the glass shatters, yeah. it's falling. And then he like, Oh. New superpower, yeah. yeah he yeah, goes yeah. from uh, laser beams to laser plane, and it just like yeah. turns into. He fans. uses super speed to move his eyeballs back and forth <laughs> really quickly. Yeah. I actually like that. Yeah. Oh, that's better. Yeah, yeah. nice. So, I read the uh, the Princess of Mars series. Disney made that movie. Uh, John Carter. John Carter, mm. which which is a story I might have mentioned it. You know that is damn near almost a hundred year old story, but it's like the first sci-fi story you know before sci-fi had like a genre in that series john carter gets transported to mars because he's from earth earth has a different gravitational pull Mm -hmm. than mars so when he goes to mars he's superman on mars because Uh, cool so he can jump leap you know therefore superman when, when he was created i i i do believe they pulled that from him you know able to leap tall buildings in a single bound because jump because the earth gravitational pull on our physical form the way that they explained it in the book like our bone density and everything was you know was like like hollow it's not you know like a solid you know uh structure but when he was transported to mars like he was trying to get up and walk in it and he couldn't walk like he was leapfrogging mm. until he could finally get his legs right what's the thing i'm trying to look for like a trope in science fiction about yeah that's like an inspiration and- yeah like, you know like where he he got it from because they say in this in this article that, that i was reading earlier that the gravitational force on krypton is a lot higher than it is on earth so your physical body would be different granted he didn't have his powers yeah you know, nobody had powers on krypton but just him coming to earth and then being soaking up the the sun the yellow sun the yeah. combination of all those things the the higher gravity on on krypton the the environment and then plus the the yellow sun and its effect on his physiology kind of made him yes have all these superpowers i had a question so uh <laughs> so like <laughs> why it's phrased it like that so um like the Kryptonians on their planet, mm-hmm. do they not know that they have the ability to soak up the radiation of a yellow sun and become fucking gods? I think in most iterations of their stories that they, they do know. Okay. Cause like imagine like us being earthlings and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then for whatever reason, we have to go to whatever another solar system and it happens to be whatever color sun. And all of a sudden we're just like fucking super powered. Like I don't have cancer though. Right. I could shoot laser beam. Fantastic. We're fucking, this is awesome. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's always uh, throwing me off a little bit. And most of the stories that I've heard or read about, like they're 
they're like a basic space fairy, you know, like probes and all that stuff, but they don't, they're not really like settlers or colonists. So like not too many of them get to experience all mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. but they know of it. And that's where, uh, Jor-El gets, you know, the idea, let's send him to this, this planet with the yellow sun. We'll, he'll thrive and, you know, have all these powers. It'll be safe. Yeah. Don't, don't quote me. I mean, and certainly I don't think the movies have touched on it, but I want to say like, like ancient Kryptonians used to be like settling out there and then like they lost that technology or something at some point. And so that's like they, they've heard stories because, uh, Monel, right? Like they're related to the Kryptonians. I forgot what planet Monel's from, but, uh, he's, oh, yeah, no, yeah, his, yeah, his, his yeah. weakness is lead yeah. or something like yeah. that. But, um, so it's like I th- I think the Kryptonians at one point used to kind of settle and, and like explore, but then they yeah, lost they that technology. Explore. Well, I think that was a feature of the, the the Man of Steel because the ships that they're using to colonize oh yeah yeah, Earth yeah. Were, were their original colony colony ships yeah Daxum. true He's Daxum, a, Daxum that's right that's right Dolomite's cousin Daxum yeah he had but, a cool he had a, uh, at one point I think he like took over for Superman he had a cool costume in the comics I know we're not yeah, talking about the comic yeah, books yeah. but. So focus. So with <laughs> with with Superman and all the powers that he has besides Kryptonite, mm-hmm. do you guys know the other thing that could harm Superman? Magic. Magic. Yes. Magic, Magic together. Electricity? <laughs> <laughs> or just getting the shit kicked out of him by Doomsday. <laughs> and really, really hot tail. What? Really hot tail. Oh, Women. He's, He's a fucking using sucker. an old school term. <laughs> yeah. Hot tail. What are you talking about? That doesn't like weaken him. You're, <laughs> no, but like. Isaac says the whole weakness. It yeah. Is, okay. That's mankind's general weakness. In the, I don't, <laughs> in the meantime, men. Okay. <laughs> like the fact that his, his, his weakness, should you kill her, is lowest. And then he just goes fucking berserk. Yeah, but that's not, you know. It's a weakness for being whipped. Realize it. <laughs> I didn't use the word whipped. Yeah, but mm-hmm. that's what you were hinting at, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. That was him, you know, establishing a relationship. You know, oh, being in love. Um, I figured he would have been like Austin Powers and been like, guess I'm on. single again. This is fucking a perfect segue. Uh, <laughs> speaking of, of his weaknesses, there is one other thing that he's, he, he is not immune to. <laughs> COVID? Oh, AIDS. AIDS. Oh. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, this was an you ad campaign in France. I forget when, but... <laughs> They used his image during the eighties when yeah. the AIDS scare was insane. They terrible. they used his image like AIDS can can affect everyone. Wow! I was like, Whoa. I need you to read <laughs> read what it says at the bottom. AIDS makes us equal, <laughs> and and That's apparently uh, horse riding. <laughs> oh Jesus oh, Christ! Crazy. Don't you dare! I mean, you already did it, but my God! <laughs> That's, yeah, I was going through my research and I saw that little. That little aside, and I was like, "Holy shit!" It was there. That's crazy. Anyway, <laughs> oh, but, thanks, Rudy. You did that one. <laughs> but sorry. <laughs> with that, with that magic element, you know that 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 weakened Superman. For me, I do think that is one one good vulnerability to have mm-hmm. because it, you have all these powers and abilities. That he has, but it's one of those things that's just, you know, like an elemental force. It's 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 mystic, and I feel that it just disrupts everything that he is. Yeah, and I feel that it works so well 
Especially when he has to go go up against magical characters. Like, I like when he has to... Which is why I was so fucking pissed off that, like, all the teasing of, like, Black Adam and then, like, the two Shazam movies come out. And, you know, uh, Henry Cavill coming back for just a blip of a moment Mm -hmm. as Superman. And you're like, yes, if I want to see that battle of him Mm -hmm. against a magical being, you know... And just not being well, able to see that. Well, that's the thing. Like in the comic books, it's easy to set up. Like you have all these magical characters, and you can kind of get that weakness out there in in a movie, or even like a series of movies or a series of TV show. Like mm-hmm. you, you have to first establish like the magic in the world. Yeah, yeah. yeah and that's then right. you have to like have Superman go up against one of those, and then realize he's weak against it. Like it's it's almost too much to set up. I think in one movie. Like for sure. I mean, unless you want to just like really gloss over the magic, mm-hmm. like this guy's magic, like yeah. he, you know, but <laughs> generally nowadays people want to understand the rules of the magic or what kind of magic it is. And yeah. That's why I am excited with James Gunn. Cause he, you know, this first chapter is what's like gods and monsters, I think. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think he's going to touch on some of the magic elements of the DC universe within this yeah. first chapter. So we might, hopefully we'll get to that point where, yeah, like, cause I, I don't, I doubt, many people even know that Superman's weak against magic. Yeah. Because it's it's not touched on in in, in any of the like the mm-hmm. movies and mm-hmm. the, the live action stuff. I know I'm sure the cartoons touched on it. Yeah. But certainly certainly more of a comic book thing. Poll question. Yeah, there you go. Does anybody know that uh Superman and one of his immuni- immunities? One of his um weaknesses. Weaknesses is magic. Weakness, vulnerability. Yeah. And with all these uh different variations of Superman. Mm. I, I, I do remember in the I don't remember if it was the early nineties where we had the the blue Superman and yeah, the but red that's, Superman. that's the comic books. We're we're trying to focus yeah. more on the movies and stuff like that. Like I like Rudy said, we can we can go six no. episodes yeah. on the comic books. There's in, in the so movies, much wacky shit in the comics. In the movies, <laughs> did they cover Bizarro Superman? In, I know they did none the, of the show. movies. They, I know and I saw a clip of it on um not Lo- not Lo- Lois and Clark. It's Superman and Lois? Superman and Lois. Yeah, Superman and Lois. Which, by the way, you guys get the whole playoff of uh, Lois and Clark, right? Lois and Clark? Yeah, mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. in the way yeah, back yeah, when. Yeah, like, yeah. come on. Sacagawea. Yeah. And another quick aside. Have you seen, like, the beginning episodes of uh, Lois and Clark? Of him, like, his mom making his costume for him? Yes. It is the cheesiest shit <laughs> ever. I used I, to love that show. I know. I went through Lois and Clark... Like, and I'm just like, Doug, like I remember watching the shit out of that series, but I don't <laughs> remember any plot points. You know, nothing. I, I saw a picture earlier, and I'm like, oh wait, there was like two Kryptonians that were like trying to get him to go back to to New Krypton or whatever. Like that was a storyline. And shit, now that I think about it, I think it might have been how it ended. Like he had to make the choice, uh, and I think he ended up leaving. But I'm not uh, sure. It only ran for four years. Yeah, but still, like you know, back when. <laughs> Four, four years is what is that? Six hundred episodes? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll check it out. Um, but I remember, you know, I remember Lois and Clark, and then I remember Batman the animated series because I was from my earliest days. I was always a Batman stan, and like that led me to the comics and all that stuff. But then they introduced the animated Superman, and up to that point, it had just been uh, the original movies, and then Smallville. And then Justice League Unlimited, which, or Justice League and then Justice League Unlimited, which started around the same time. That, and I give Jermaine a lot of shit because Batman is my character and Superman is his character. So I'm usually anti Superman in everything. 
But that's when I like I really kind of like fell in love with that character. And from there, it was like it kind of floundered because I know DC was looking for ways to get him back into the movies. And we had all these series and the, and the series were they were interesting, but they weren't they didn't quite scratch that itch. And then Henry Cavill and Man yeah. of Steel came and oh, that dude, like when we were talking about who our favorite iterations of the Superman is like that is mine, like hands down, like him in Man of Steel to Zack Snyder's Justice League, that BVS, like that portrayal of Superman to me is peak Superman. Yeah. And it's really a shame we didn't get to see more because to your point with Justice League Unlimited, I've always thought Superman, Superman shines on his own, but you really put him in those larger, larger like superhero stories with a lot of heroes and you can see how much they look up to him and you can see where he, his goodness really shines through while some, some of the others maybe are ready to resort to more evil things or they're, Mm -hmm. they're ready to break. You know, we got a little bit of that, like Henry Cavill working with the league, but it's a shame we, we didn't get his Superman in a larger, even bigger story with all these characters. And and again, he can be that boy scout that everyone looks up to. Well, another part, another, like, I, I guess, subplot of, uh, I guess more specifically, like the, the animated series and more specifically the, uh, the justice league is, is the relationship between, I would say the two leaders in, and not even like the, the Trinity, but the two leaders of Superman and Batman and how Batman always is kind of like keeping Superman in check. You know, making sure he's on that right path because he knows, you know, if there's even a 1% chance. Um, and and I would have loved to have seen a great Justice League movie or or a Justice League Part 2 and and to see that dynamic between them. The, they touch on it. I'm not I'm not going into the comics, but <laughs> we'll make it in, sure. in some in some of the comics, they really go into that. Like Superman respects the shit out of Batman. Mm-hmm. And Batman respects the shit out of Superman, but they'll never tell each other that face to face. Well, Superman might, because you know he's that touchy feely kind of <laughs> kind of uh, hero. But like, I was ready for that to be Ben Affleck and and Henry Cavill, like getting to that relationship level where they're like, you know, they're on the surface, they're always kind of prickly towards each other, but you know, they're basically brothers mm-hmm. at you know a, fr- a little further down the road in their relationship and. I'm super pissed that we didn't get those two, especially Ben Affleck yeah. as Batman and and Henry Cavill as Superman. Those two in like a, a fucking dynasty of movies would have been oh so fucking good. And, and, and I think you get a little bit of that at the very end. I think of um, BVS where uh, Bruce buys the house back, mm-hmm. right? Like you get a little bit of that. Like the show the bank. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry there, Mr. Wayne. About the whole rank. Yeah. Uh, you get you got a taste of that. And then, you know, and then the Justice League came out. But, fuck, yeah, that's that's something I would love to see. Yeah, I mean, James Gunn certainly can set up something very, very similar at some point. But I'm with you. It's just, it's, it, it's too, it's too soon. Like Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck are still going to be on our mind and just seeing any, any other Superman and Batman combo, like I'm going to accept it for what it is. I'm going to enjoy it, but it's going to be way too easy to be like, God damn it. This could have been, this could have been my Batman and Superman. A slight bit of an offshoot. How did you guys feel when you saw like a ripped Superman other than uh, sexually confused? How did you feel (laughs) when you saw this, this like very ripped Superman, like it's it's supposed to be like he's supposed to have that physique, but he's supposed to cover it, you know, under the the Clark Kent persona. And 
don't, don't get me wrong, the the glasses as as his fucking disguise is the stupidest <laughs> fucking invention. Oh really? In the fucking world, and, oh, I, really? and I don't care. Oh, really? look at the and I don't care that you caught me on that shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't care. I know you're gonna tell the story. I don't busted. care. It's still the stupidest thing in the world. No, still he got busted. busted. So, anyways, he he always <laughs> talks trash on you know the the glasses disguise uh-huh. like like most people. You know, it's it's it, it is ridiculous. But you look at it, it's just a part of of his character. You know, like a part of his disguise. And it is, you know, a fictional character, so I'll, I'll I'll take it. And it's just us watching, you know, these movies and reading these comics. You're like, how do people not know that Clark Kent is Superman? And then one day, Rudy was talking all this shit, and then uh, fucking what movie was it? I know, I know the character. It was uh, Star Killer, the the, yeah, the actor that was, voiced was Star Killer, Sam, Sam Witwer. Yeah, we were watching a movie. And he had glasses on, and I was looking at him, and I told Rudy, I was like, isn't that, no, no. And I said, I said, Rudy, isn't that, and he was like, no fucking way. He he didn't even recognize him at we all. the movie, it, he was doing, that. his character was, was in a suit, he had glasses on, and he was like interviewing someone. It was almost like a, like a perp kind of interview thing, like a lawyer or whatever. And he, and fucking Jermaine's like, isn't that the dude that plays... Star Killer, and I'm like, no, that's not him. This guy's wore glasses, <laughs> and I fucking I hit yep. and I double take, and I said, shit, yep, <laughs> fuck it. Like, you, you see so the glow of yeah. triumph in his fucking face. So I was like, stupid. oh, son of a bitch. I'm never no. gonna fucking hear the end of this. I had the look. <laughs> I had the look of 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 uh, squints <laughs> <laughs> from the satellite when he was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, but like, was the conversation, the argument, happening then and there? We just remember this shit. That's what I'm saying. You guys are like oh, no, fucking. No, no, you guys are an old married couple to, to remember an argument from way back when and go aha and know that you guys are picking it's up from there. A, it's not an old argument though. Like every time, yeah, like continuous. Yeah. <laughs> every time Superman comes up immediately and they're like, "There's a new design." They're like, "Oh, he's got stupid glasses and no one's gonna fucking recognize who it is." That, I think that's always on the surface. And when that happened, I was just like, "Fuck, I lost." I, I think I think it actually works. I, I think I mean, I, as you just saw, and and of course he's changing his hair, he's changing his posture, it's, yeah, it's like, all of that, right? Yeah. But I think the fact that he works, he works at a newspaper where so many reporters are going to be tasked <laughs> yeah. with like. Let's see, like, like they're gonna be studying Superman, and I don't know if they've touched on it where he he blurs himself. Like Superman will always try to blur himself when it, when he knows his picture's being taken. Oh, like the Flash yeah, used to yeah, do that. Yeah, yeah. but I, I still think anyone who's like studied Superman at all, which people would be doing in that world, and they worked with Clark, I don't think it would take too long to be like, you're. <laughs> Yeah, he took your hand, right? So, you know, like sometimes uh, uh, real life pulls from art, art pulls from real life. So, mm-hmm. facial recognition, they never fucked with any of that. Oh, yeah. Goes back to the last episode when we were talking about like everything that was sci fi is now real. And, yeah. Yeah. I don't think any superhero could almost have any, you'd almost have, you'd, every superhero would have to have the full mask at this mm-hmm. point. That and a voice changer. Yeah. Yeah. So, all that, all that stuff that, that technology stuff that we have now that Superman exists in the world, like, you haven't really seen that in the movies, though. Like they haven't like played with like like you just pull up uh, facial re- recognition, mm-hmm. be like, oh, this is this is him, this is him, this is him. Do you see them even like trying to to touch on subjects like that going forward in the movies? Because like, how do you ignore that in the? In I this do day wish and age? they would. I 
I, I do wish that it would happen because like Doug just mentioned, you know, him him as Superman, I think he would be smart enough to be aware of all that stuff. And it's just one of those things like where imagine if you see every picture, every video, even if he's standing still, that he's just slightly blurry. I think that would kind of answer the question, you know, of the facial recognition. But Google and and the the Pixel phones that I own have a fucking deep blur option. Yeah. In their things like <laughs> Yeah. So how do, how do you address that I going think, forward with It's hard with, to be a superhero know. nowadays if you don't have a full mask guys. Yeah. Movie-wise, I it depends if <laughs> if James Gunn is going to like lean heavily into like the Clark Kent stories, mm-hmm. which I think would be a shame if he doesn't, but I can understand why he wouldn't because he wants to go mm-hmm. on and tell a larger story. So mm-hmm. if they're not dealing with the Clark Kent story that much, I can't see them focusing on the idea of him getting caught by facial recognition, but it would be interesting. That And does it seem like a nitpicking kind of thing? It, it if is. They did? It, it is. Uh, but mentioning, but talking about like uh, something so crucial you just said right now, like the Clark Kent part of the whole thing. Yeah. Right. BVS, especially, especially the extended deluxe version uh, expanded on that more. You got to see him more as Clark Kent, mm-hmm. which I don't think Cavill did a great job portraying Kent, you know, because he had a, he he wasn't like Reeves did a great job portraying Kent that, you know, a little uh, dorky and shit. Oh, and, God. Reeves is fucking his like description of doing all that is like masterclass and oh, in, yeah. In, yeah, in, yeah, just acting in general. And as much as I love Cavill, it's like, dude, you're still built like a fucking linebacker <laughs> with a perfect jaw. You know, it doesn't mean, like muss up his hair or nothing like that. So that one's that one's uh, and, and that in the Snyderverse, that one's a little bit hard to uh, to believe. Don't fucking trash talk the Snyderverse. <laughs> Listen <laughs> here, I'm joking. I'm joking. I don't know what the fuck you think. <laughs> you Give are. me those booze back. <laughs> what, open it up. I want to touch him. God. Um, uh, does anyone else have a question? I have because I have a question I wanted to pose. But oh no, no, go ahead. So, uh, Doug, you look like you want to say something. Oh, I was gonna say we haven't brought up the newest cartoon. Oh, Which no, I know I, we've talked a yeah. little bit about on mm-hmm. the show, but uh, I just say like it's interesting to get one like an anime approach to it, and just a really fresh, fresh approach to Superman. Like they weren't afraid to do something different, same, similar enough, but different. And it's been it's been really a joy to watch. And they hit the mark. Uh, they hit the mark on the dorky Clark Kent, but also how much that bleeds into him being Superman. Yeah. We hasn't yeah. yet learned to be like, you know, the Boy Scout Superman. Rudy, back to your question. Um, not a specific comment about Superman in, in the films, but Kill Bill Volume 2. Oh, do, you, oh. do you remember the monologue? Yeah. He yeah. goes on about how. Love that monologue. <clears throat> about how Clark Kent is Kal Al's like critique of humanity. Like how he, he's oh, like. Interesting. He's like. What is who is Clark Kent? He's weak. He's cowardly. He's you know bashful. He he's all these th- negative things about humanity that and that's the lens through which Superman sees humankind, and that's how he disguises himself is to take on all of these traits to to blend in. But it's also you know, like his his ultimate like that's how he sees. Humanity. Mm, yeah. Bullshit. Bullshit. <laughs> and I, I think, I think, he, sorry, I think he's doing that because he knows as Superman, he needs to be a stoic, heroic, like don't back down kind of character. And in order to disguise himself, he's got to do the opposite. 
Yeah, there was, uh, I mean, and, and I remember hearing that for the first time and I was like, you know what? That's a great, that's a great observation of, of Superman slash Clark Kent. But the thing is like, he was still, you know, not born, you know, raised American and yeah, he kind of had a, had a height of superpowers and stuff, but it more, a plat, that whole thing, that monologue applies more to, and I know this is a Superman thing, but uh, more to Batman. I remember reading somewhere that, uh, you know, they both Batman and Superman had the whole last little truth on them and they asked him their name and he says, I'm Clark Kent. And then Batman says, I'm Batman. It's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, so, but anyway, Jermaine. <laughs> he's saying that Bruce Wayne, uh, Batman's characterization of Bruce is like his view of what humanity is or what he expects it to be or like people yeah but Clark, Clark, to be. Batman's, Clark really sees himself Batman's as Clark alter yeah. alter ego is Bruce Wayne there you go and yeah. and Superman's alter ego is Clark Kent yeah like Clark's always going to see himself as Clark who happens to have powers and Batman sees himself always as Batman not yeah. not Bruce Wayne but yeah but I understand I, but okay good it, it's also I I do feel because it's in that movie. Because it's Bill, um, I I do feel everybody's idea of what Superman is depends on that person. So, in in that movie, Kill Bill, um, yeah, Kill Bill movie, but Bill being who he is, mm-hmm. you know, he's a strong character. You know, he's powerful, but he's looking at this guy, you know, that's supposed to be portraying us and he looks at that in in his twisted view he's 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 saying that he's taken all our weak attributes and that's what he made himself to be as clark kent so it all depends on the person you know that's looking at superman through the lens yeah it's 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 their lens it's their view just like with lex luther when he looks at superman He's damn near like, how dare you exist? And I love that so much because he's supposed to be the, the like Lex Luthor is supposed to be the pinnacle of mankind. Like he wants to be that, that person that Superman is that everybody looks to and goes to when the world needs somebody. And and just the fact that Superman exists, he hates that so much. Because Lex wants the recognition and he wants to commercialize it. He just wants that. Well, he like, just, he that's just, his, his ego. He just wants it. Yeah, he wants to sell ego. T-shirts. He wants merch. His desire. He wants to be him. <laughs> Elon and, Musk, is an even bigger chip on his shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> that's and a good he, question. Do you think? Do you think Gunn will have Luther as Luthor as the uh, the bad, the main villain in this first Superman legacy I story? Has he cast a Luther? Luthor? I don't think so. Don't but there, there were was rumors. Right? There were whispers that he was. He had offered that the role to. Uh, there was talk about the guys from the menu. Well, he was also up for Superman himself. Oh, um, Rocket, Rocket Raccoon, the voice, Brandon. Oh, Bradley, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper. Oh, there was rumors that he offered uh, Lex Luthor to him, and he turned it down. Wow. But oh, so speaking of Lex Luthor, was your favorite live version of of Lex? Man, I probably have to say Smallville for me. Besides the animated, but Smallville Lex Luthor was okay. Sorry, live slash cartoon. <laughs> this guy. Oh, Nicholas Holt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think oh, there was rumors the, that the great was... got canceled. 
It got canceled? Yeah. Son of a bitch. Yeah. When did? The great the great Nicholas Holt uh Oh Beast. Yeah. I I, I love I, that I don't know walking I through the, the, the house and I see you watching that shit. I'm like, oh. surprisingly really good. Because I like Nicholas Holt. I was like, maybe I there are definitely like jump into that one. Like if you walked by, like there's some scenes that are just like, what the fuck's going on? Like if you <laughs> haven't been watching it, like it makes no sense. But I would have loved to see him as Lex Luthor, but I, I can see them eyeballing uh, Bradley Cooper because if this is a, a more established Superman, uh, Nicholas Holt looks a little bit too young, too mm-hmm. boyish, you know, unless he had um, fucking Facebook. But I would say um, Jesse Eisenberg. Jesse Eisenberg. I would say just like Jesse Eisenberg's Lex Luthor, I think today's today's ultra rich billionaire is like a young person. And. So I think it would fit even even if Superman is an older, more established Superman. I think. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I guess you'd have to retcon their growing up together in Smallville or something. <laughs> but uh, no, but to answer your question. Yeah. Smallville, Smallville uh, Luther is pretty, pretty damn good. I, I appreciate it. Jesse Eisenberg's. I really did appreciate mm-hmm. what they were trying to do with that. But I can understand people not liking it. Yeah. <laughs> and we never got to see it fully. Right. Just like yeah. just like the Man of Steel was becoming Superman. He was becoming that that Luther. That, that after credit villain. scene? Yeah, the after credit <sighs> scene where they, they already had him hiring like Deathstroke. He's bald, he's in a suit, and yeah. he's just more he's finally like the Stoics Luthor. Yeah. It's like there it is. And, and just that that ability to the manipulate of Doom, we were supposed yeah. to get that. Batman. Yeah. Just <sighs> that whole manipulating Batman to take out like to get those two to just take out each other, like that's some good supervillain shit. Yeah, right that's there. the thing that I don't I don't understand how people didn't love that because of well, just, I just because of how he played it. <laughs> yeah, just because of how he played Lex Luthor. But, but I'm like, you guys don't see the the, <laughs> the machinations. Yeah, like what he was just doing behind those curtains. And I think that was just beautiful. Like I said, especially to get like, well, like Doug said, but to get those two to go at each other. I was like, man. And the, the extended cut of uh, BVS. Yeah. Like, illustrated that mm-hmm. even more yeah. a brighter oh, yeah. light on it because oh, yeah. the, the cuts they made in the original just terrible yeah yeah the studio it just that. neutered that whole storyline um for me it is a, a rough tie between smallville lex and the animated series lex mm-hmm. the, oh, yeah, the, the ambiguously racial lex luther yeah yeah <laughs> you never really tell if he was you know black white whatever mexican he had the cool um, suit right in the cartoon yeah. or was that just the comics the the green and purple suit. Oh no, he did have that. He had nice. his little like his mech suit and everything. Um, and I haven't seen, I haven't sat and watched the whole Superman and Lois. Is that what it's called? The new one. But they have, uh, and I don't remember his name, but he was the redhead oh. from The Walking Dead. The the big a- yeah. Abraham or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. shit, what's his name? Yeah, he was that. Yeah, that was like he, a fucking biker looking. I've, I've seen some some clips of him as Lex Luthor in this show, Lex Luthor in this yeah. show, and like his vibe, like it made me want to like, okay, now I have to sit down and watch the series because him as you know as they wrote his character in it because it's not quite the same uh, origin as you know first one. Yeah. Um. The he, but the the vibe he was giving off in the clips that I saw, I was like, shit, like he. That looks like a, like a really like hardcore take on, on Lex Luthor. Yeah, I wouldn't mind watching more of that show. I started watching it and I just kind of fell off. But what do you think? What do you think about uh, uh, the version of Lex and Titans? Like along that same oh, line yeah, of yeah, like, thought... fucking badass. Who? Yeah, they didn't do too much with them. 
But uh, oh yeah, thought, they thought, spoiler alert killed him off good. way too fucking soon. Yeah. Ah oh, man, I miss Titan. <laughs> <laughs> Titans. I think Titans was a, a a good concept of the show, but I think it it, it kind of it, it took too many weird turns, and I was just like. <sighs> Yeah, it, it was. I think Doug and I were talking about it at one point where I'm like, there's like fucking crazy shit, world ending shit happening. Why are you guys talking about like your stupid little relationship? You know, and like, I don't know. It, it just did too much of that. I, I imagine it's like a, a whole budget thing. Well, but yeah. Teen Titans. I mean, you're, I mean, even though they weren't all of them weren't teens to Lex Luthor and Titans. He was he was one of the bad guys in mm. um, Sons of Anarchy. Honorable mention goes to. I believe it's Giancarlo Esposito in the Harley Quinn animated Ooh, series. No. As Alex Luthor, like just his voice gives me chills. <laughs> Fucking and then just the, I know it's, it's a stupid farcical comedic take on everything, but it's, <laughs> it's so fucking good. Uh, Sometimes the, like the comedic takes on a villain can end up being like the best version of a villain mm-hmm. because the villains can say like the most ridiculous like evil shit that. You know, in a comedy, it's like, ha ha. And then you realize, like, God, that was yeah. fucking evil or whatever. <laughs> but, Do you guys think, um, like, every Superman that's come after Christopher Reeve, do you think that they look somewhat like Christopher Reeve? I think they cultivate that look. Yeah. I think Christopher Reeve's definitely, like, established the look of Superman. Yeah. Like, he has that mold look. And I think ever since him, They've been looking for somebody with a similar look. And now with the new actor in the new uh, gun Superman, now he kind of looks like Cavill. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of. Jesus. <laughs> Discount Cavill. That's what makes it. That's what makes it even harder. Uh, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> harder to accept because like, yeah, they went so, so similar, similar to look of Henry Cavill. Like, why not just keep mm-hmm. Henry Cavill? And, I, you know, I'm sure there's reasons, but. They're, uh, they're not good enough. Yeah, they're not good enough. So do, do you guys want to guess what Superman's favorite book is? <laughs> I know it's a ridiculous question. <laughs> but no. War and Peace. Fifty Shades of Grey. No. <laughs> Doug? No. I, if, I, if, it's I, my, <laughs> if it's my comp, I'm going to shit. <laughs> Jesus. No. Nietzsche. No. Damn. It's a book that they had us read in high school. I will say that. Ow. Sorry. What was it like? To Kill a Mockingbird or something? Y- yeah. Really? Okay. That makes sense. To Kill right. a Mockingbird. And. Oh, man. <clears> I just <throat> saw that uh, play. Man, mm-hmm. Such a good play. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How much? How much money... Let me know if I'm saying their name right. Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Schuster. Yes. How much did they sell the rights to Superman for? Do you guys want to guess? It wasn't a lot. $100 right? no. on a sandwich? Close. No shit. Shut yeah. the fuck up. No, close. How much was it? $130. What the fuck? Off. Oh. That but, hurt. But, so but did they get the sandwich wrong? Yeah. <laughs> but they, they get mentioned like, and like they have to go through the estates for that now. So they... I'm yeah, not familiar with yeah. the with how the God. rights played out for that, but they got that back though, didn't mm-hmm. they? I partially see, at least see because of the comics. Uh, I'm, I'm going to dive into the comics r- real quick. When when Superman was changed to like that electric version of Superman, you know, mm-hmm. to to the blue and to the red, they had to change him because that was during the time that they oh, were they were fighting over it. Yeah, they were fighting over the rights of Superman. So oh, they, I remember reading about so that. So they yeah. had to 
to to change his look and you know that's why you know he was those versions of superman at the time because that was the time just like the title in the comic book the trial of superman you know because they were fighting over the the rights of superman so i think they get some royalties but i don't know how much because every every time you see superman in media like it's always you know in the credits one of the first things is superman created by yeah and they have both their names up there Mm mm-hmm yeah, you'll see it quite a bit, like Wonder Woman, Batman. I think definitely Batman only has one of them. Yeah. Or no, they finally started crediting uh, Bill Finger. Yeah, mm-hmm. and one of the last things that I like that when the original Robin, uh, Dick Grayson, left Batman's side to be his his own thing, mm-hmm. that uh, I need Dick. <laughs> <laughs> I need <it> now. Sorry, <laughs> you knew that was coming. That's a good yeah. button. Oh yeah. So I knew Dick was coming. He he went to Superman and he, you know, he talked to him and all that stuff. But when he was trying to come up with a name for himself, he got the name Nightwing from Superman. So he didn't come up with the name Nightwing was by Night, himself. Nightwing and Flamebird. Flame yeah. So yeah. so Which they brought Flamebird into the new cartoon. Yeah. It's uh Jimmy Olsen's like uh oh. Twitter handle is Flamebird. Oh, right. yeah. 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 God. That so animated are, series is really good. <laughs> Connections. Right? So those are my, my, my little fun facts. Well, we, we didn't say Nightwing and Flamebird were what, like Kryptonian superheroes or something, right? No, okay. So, weren't they like, not myths, but like, you know. Yeah, they were They were kind of like Kryptonian superheroes. That They were like a do, like a. Dynamic duo. Do, do-gooders. But there was a comic back in the day where Superman and Jimmy Olsen, um, had to in, uh, infiltrate the city of Condor. When Superman goes into the city of Condor, he doesn't have any power, so he had to disguise himself. And he came up with a, a character called Nightwing that that he dressed up as. And mm. Jimmy Olsen went in there with him, and then he you know came up with a costume for him. But his name was Flamebird. So those were. Was the city the of Condor names. like the the Condor? Condor that yeah uh, the Bottle s- City. It was like survived. Uh, the explosion or something, right? Yeah. Oh, Brainiac had bought it. Yeah, it was it. a city mm-hmm. that Brainiac stole. Okay. He, he's like a collector. Got it. Condor. <laughs> I'm kidding. Fuck face. <laughs> you like I don't see you do your fucking little tricks. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking originated all these. <laughs> I'm the villain of the show. I push buttons here and there. <laughs> uh, real quick, did they, did they end up making an animated movie for the Red Sun? Oh, yes, yes, they yeah. did. Yes, so that, they did. That is an aspect of Superman that I, I've always appreciated. I think they've only done it the one time. The mm-hmm. idea of like, if his rocket was just a little like slower, a little faster, he would have yeah. landed in another part of Earth. So, in, and for the Red Sun, instead of landing in Kansas, he landed in Soviet Russia, and yes, so he was raised as Superman. <laughs> yeah. So it was a great comic, and they and they made mm-hmm. the animated movie, and and it was fun to see just how much the world shifted because mm-hmm. the Soviets had. Yeah, at him. But I always joke about just like where else, like had he landed anywhere else. Oh, well, they do have that one. Uh, they do have that one where he was Batman, where he landed in Gotham. Oh, interesting. Oh, I heard about that. <laughs> yeah. And he became Batman. Or also, if you want to see a psychotic Superman, Brightburn. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just saying. I still, I still haven't watched it. And the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, you know what? I want to add that to my list. Yeah, oh, I, I think Brightburn's Bright worth really, watching. I like that idea, though, of just Superman landing anywhere else. Like, I've played with that. Or, like, 
him landing anywhere else or i i joked about the idea of like what if what if his his fucking rocket ship had like a virus that wiped everybody out as soon as he landed <laughs> or, or it was a zombie carried. or it was like the zombie virus and like his ship landed and just turned all humans to zombies and he was left as like this feral superpowered baby his, his little blanket carried alien polio <laughs> <laughs> and on that note we put away our capes <laughs> <laughs> we get rid of our briefs on the outside. We can put our glasses on so no one will recognize us. <laughs> fuck. Surprise, surprise. Glasses on. Ah! Who the fuck are you? <laughs> it's just me. Oh. Who are uh, you and what have you done with Isaac? <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to another episode of the Hype Attack Podcast. Check us out on the social medias on TikTok and Instagram at the Hype Attack. And if there's anything we missed about this topic, hit us up in the comment section or hit us up in the DMs. Yeah, keep the conversation going. Um... Uh, Thank you again for everyone that's commented. Uh, the Instagram had a little bit of interaction this last week, so it was fun. And I want to see more of it. The Spotify is a little, it's a little slow to start, but you know, there's there's movement there, so I'll, I'll start adding uh, more questions and polls. I think I can. <laughs> no, to, we've uh, been to back episodes on that. So noise. And we've been having a lot of interaction on on Instagram, but I think next episode around we'll have to like curate some of those things because it's yeah. been a lot yeah. of fun conversations definitely, in the comments section. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some good so, nerding out. Let us know your favorite version of Superman, so some Superman facts that you may know. You know, just hit us up. And don't forget to like, rate, review, and hit the notification bell so that you know that we're, our episodes are dropping every freaking Friday. Till then, same hype time. Same, same hype channel. channel. Hype attack. <laughs>